This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs, greatest songs, worth covering. Original classic hit makers. Now I have to say, just hearing this song made me smile. It's late 90s, everyone. Uh, and this song came out. There is what I try. Oh, wow. It's such a dance floor filler. There was also some incredible mixes that came through at the time. It's been covered numerous times. Um, but obviously it's Cher as well. So she was a big part of... Um, my London life, I mm. would say, from sort of 2000 through through till that section. She was just um, everywhere. Um, but there's a reason for that. And there's a story to, to why she was. Well, she basically reinvented herself. She holds a record, mm. the Guinness World Book of Records. She holds a record, which I'm not sure she's going to enjoy holding. But nonetheless, it's a fact um, for being and what the record is. Um, for the longest time between number ones, 33 years and seven months between one number one and her next number one, which is this one. So let's do her life first and then I'll give you all the stats on the song. And it, I mean, it's just amazing what this song did for her career. She was born Sherilyn, didn't know that, 1946. Mm. How old is that lady? Do the math. Pass. Do the math. Yep. Do, share? Yeah, 1946. Wow. Because subject to surgery. She's 74 years old. She's 74 years old. God bless her. She looks about 43, Mm. honestly. And she's self-admitting had so much work done. But if there's ever someone who is a walking advert for that, I think it's Cher. She looks great. I remember when she had the the, the filler that some women have on their skin so that just creates this film. She always looks like she's kind of got stockings (laughs) on her face. Amazing. Like, I just am in awe of it. Um, And she's called the goddess of pop. Love mm. that. Um, actress, obviously, American singer, um, referred to as as the goddess of pop. Um, and in a male-dominated industry, which it was, if you think we're going back to 1946, she's done well. Mm. But she can do, right, let me get this right, contralto singing. Wow. And that means that she can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. Up and down, up and down the, the, the range. So and just n- to be honest, and not to interrupt you, I think, I think... The, the mechanism and the value and um, how you put artists successful back then was different than now. Yes. The agree. meter of success of that is it, like the category. Yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. Because it's a different lifestyle right now, different way how we listen to music. Yeah. It but, was pumped out differently. It was made differently. But if it wasn't for people like Cher, you would maybe see like maybe a, a Beyonce or Rihanna, in my opinion, or whatever. Like it I is. Hear like, you. you don't yeah. see all these, you know, art at Taylor Swift. I think she opened a lot of doors for even men and women, to be honest, the style and the vibe. Well, especially as she came from a duo where mm. where she was, you know, they were married, Sonny and Cher, yeah. very famous band. So if you don't know Cher's um, history, which I did because my parents taught me, um, she became famous in 1965. She was one half of this folk rock duo, Sonny and Cher. Sonny was her husband. And they brought out a song called I Got You, Babe, which everyone kind of knows. That peaked at number one in America and in the UK. And by the end of 1967, they had sold 40 million records worldwide. This is 1967. So it's not just vinyl. It's like proper, proper thick as you like vinyl, like American pancake kind of thick. Um, And uh, according to Time magazine, they were it. They were the it couple. They were everywhere. And at this point, she began a solo career at the same time. And she released... um, top three singles bang bang my baby shot me down that's a great song yeah because that was then uh, put into several dance mixes if i'm not mistaken yeah. in the last few years amazing 
Um, and uh, she became this big tev- television personality. Um, they did a Sonny and Cher comedy hour. She had, they had 30 million viewers. Now, again, this isn't YouTube. This is people sitting down to watch their television at a certain time on a certain day because that's all you could get. You couldn't pause. Um, you had to obviously watch 30 million viewers weekly during their three-year run. So she was massive, absolutely massive. She did a lot of, uh, um, you know, solo stuff. And what happened is she became really big. She became the one. Um, and and their marriage ended. Um, she'd sold 100 million records to date. Is that up till now? I think it is. And it's made her one of the best-selling music artists of all time. She's... Um, She's got a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, an Academy Award. Award. That's amazing. Three Golden Globe Awards, a Cannes Film Festival Award, Billboard Icon Award, and the Kennedy Center Honors and the Council of Fashion Designers of America Award. She is out there. Absolutely incredible. I could go on about her life for ages because obviously if you go into the personal sort of details of what happened between her and her husband, you know, it's it's just one of those wonderful stories. They could do a Netflix series like they're doing on, on the British royal family. But let's talk about the song because this kind of brought her back. So the song was recorded by her. It was, it was her 22nd album. So mm. 1998, she's doing album number 22. This was um, on it. The, the song Believe was on it. Warner Brothers and all that. Um, and it was the lead single from the album. So 1998, October the 19th, they released it. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine writers on it. The interesting thing about the nine writers, all male, um, they did write it. But actually, there's this lovely story of how uh, Cher was singing it in the bath. And she's there and she said, I just didn't like the middle verse. It sounded too weak. And then there are some lines about, you know, um, I, baby, I'm too good for you. You know, uh, that kind of stuff. And she said, mm. I just I changed the words and I toughened it up. So actually, she she's not credited on the song. But she changed the whole verse. Mm. She just said, I didn't. It was too. The word she used was whiny. She's too whiny. I didn't like it. Um, now, the thing that was obviously interesting about the song is the producer on it decided to use um, a certain, oh, I'm just trying to find the name of it. We all know she, they do it. You know that voice thingy when they, um, what is it, when they make the notes sound right, um, even though they're not. Like, uh, auto-tune. Like, there we oh, go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. pitch correction auto-tune software mm. hadn't been used before. Mm. The producer put it on there and he was very scared to actually play with it because it was share mm. um, but the thing is this is normally used for for singers who might be slightly pitchy or slightly off yeah. you can auto-tune it you can do the pitch correction that that goes on what he did was um, actually warp all the levels to max to alter her voice so there's you'll hear it when I play it in the chorus they do this kind of the funny you know effect on her voice because they wanted it to stand out yeah. they'd never been done before mm. so when they first played it to her they were scared and they thought she might turn around and go what have you done to my voice she loved it mm. anyway they, they then play it to the label and the label go no no get it off we don't like that and it was Cher that stood in the way and went don't touch it I want that I want it this is good this is how it's and she defended it and of course it was released and literally everyone loved it Number one in Australia, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Poland, Scotland, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, the United Kingdom and the United States. Any more else? Any other countries? No, I covered them. Wow. I'm just saying. And the Guinness Book of World Records as the oldest female solo artist to top the Billboard Hot 100. Mm. I'm sure she's loving that. So I'm sure she is. 
Yeah, she's got that and she's got the other one for the, the, you know, the longest time between number ones. But what it did is it put her back into the market. And, and now it's called the share effect. If producers do this thing to voices, it's called the share effect. They're saying, oh, they've done that share effect. Wow. So now she has her own sort of branding. And what it did was also plop her straight back into kind of pop culture culture icon, but also teen pop, because that was what was around at the time. Mm. And in She Saws, at the age of like 110, with this new sound, and goes, yeah, I'm still in the game. And, and it properly positioned her as the pop princess that she is. So now... I want you to have a listen to the Power Macintosh G3, which was the first, the first early model of this thing that changes her voice wow. and that caused other producers to follow, other singers to follow. Everyone's done it since, but she did it first and she's amazing. So here we go. She's 74 years old. It is her biggest hit and number one in just about every country globally across the world. The dance mixes are incredible and it's Cher on the Music Greats on Yellow Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.